Hello. Holy smokes, about blue mayor out. (laughs) 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 Well, I had, I guess it goes on to speaker automatically and I had it right up to my ear. So, yeah. Yeah, I had unplugged, I unplugged before my headset and apparently it disrupts the microphone and the phone when I do that. So, yeah, yeah. I was actually, I was thinking, ah, I should have put on my headset too, but <laughs> thinking, no, not now. Yeah, yeah, too late. <laughs> too late. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a better reception anyway without my little headset on. Yeah, I had it's sort of a, a like a very hollow sound in the background, so it's you sound really loud and clear now, loud and clear. I'm coming in loud and clear here on this bright Friday morning. That's the one. That's Brought the one. to you by Top Hat Testimony. <laughs> Top Hat. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, KO Pectate, Pepto-Bismol, and X-Lax for all those moving services. <laughs> we'll be right back with you after this brief word from our sponsor. Uh, you should do voiceover, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I do that all the time. Whenever we talk, I voice right over you. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you can make money doing voiceover. There, there are people looking for that kind of radio voice. You got that kind of radio voice, man. You know, I did that in college. I, I was a, a sports announcer. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, for the first half of a basketball game, and I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember the guy's names. I, I passed it over to, oh, oh, who's that? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name again? <laughs> of course, it wouldn't matter because nobody, I mean, you know, if you're listening on radio, nobody nobody can see what you're calling. So, you know, you, you could call just, anybody. Yeah, you could have made up anybody, even the guys on the bench, you know, yeah. so. But hey, but it's the diehards that would um, not right. Be, you know, the, the guys that know every person on the field, what they do, what they're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, the color guy, the guy who did color, you know, the background information. Yes, he was blind. <laughs> no. Serious, serious, and he was one of the best color guys I've ever I've ever seen. I'd I'd say one little thing like so and so you know and he'd give all of his stats for the year and last year and oh my and uh, the next five years i mean he was just <laughs> he was just really good that's amazing <clears throat> that's amazing yeah, yeah but some people just have a like a real knack for for just uh that kind of information you know just like right. they're able to consume that kind of stats and just regurgitate all of that stuff so efficiently you know that's amazing that is amazing right yeah he finished out the rest of the year i mean i guess they hired him yeah yeah but uh, <clears throat> fired <anyway. laughs> yeah yeah at the first at after the first half they said next no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't even make the full game no no i didn't that's what's so sad they didn't even keep me on for the full game that is funny <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh well <laughs> oh well <laughs> oh well one of those things eh? that's right that was 40 oh, holy smokes that was like 43 years ago well there you go you see so you learned a lot in 43 years now i guess so i still probably <laughs> wouldn't try to call a game <laughs> no you don't have to 
No, they they look for these little voiceovers, like little um, little right. verbs, you know. So um, sometimes, I mean, like reading a whole book, you know, they they want voiceover book book reading and things like that. Yeah, they pay well. Anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> did we have a point yet? <laughs> I don't know what the point was. We did. We hadn't started with a point yet. Yeah, we hadn't had a point yet. Yes, no, there was no point yet. But the yeah. So the the other point is is that we have not been able to jump on for two weeks. That is not cool. Um, yeah. So it's all my fault. But uh, well, you and I have talked. It's we, just we haven't recorded anything. Yeah, well, it, that was in the car driving from one appointment to the next. So um, the car the car sound is terrible. So I, I thought about it. I thought maybe we should just do it in the car. But then I thought, uh, car yeah, sound. on the road with Sean and Steve. Yes. Well, I suppose if I put my headset on, I could. But then I'm not concentrating too well. So that might not be too good. I don't know. Should, should look into it maybe as a as an option when it gets when i've got these like long trips it's like an hour and a half right right then we could always do something you know well the main thing the main reason we started this is as you know is that we were just talking and said you know we ought to let other people in on our conversations yeah. if they want to so that's that's really all it was anyway so yeah. and it's if that- we're gonna talk we might as well record it Yes, and and if anybody cares to listen, they can. Yes, exactly. So, and I mean, it's still it's still like that. It's just um, uh, we 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 kind of, you know, we we we've made, I maybe I have sort of made it an objective to get it out regularly, uh, simply because two things is we need to talk regularly, and, right? And um, um, well, at our age, we hate to be irregular. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, very. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it would be it would be good, uh, you know, for those that kind of want to be part of a conversation rather than a message, you know. Right. It's like, I, you know, it's it's <clears throat> something I I thought about. Um, where did I pick that up? Uh, I don't know. I was listening to something or whatever, and it was just like people are you know, are tired of being addressed. Although, I mean, it's the culture. It is the culture of the day. Right. Tired of, of just attending a slick, nice talk with a good topic, you know, a grabbing uh, topic and, and uh, you know, four points or four steps, five steps, whatever <clears throat> it is, uh, you know, as part, it could be part of a series, but it's always, a, you know, and you being addressed from a platform. Now, listen, I have no problem with platform because I enjoy speaking from a platform. You know, it's just, a, I mean, that that is, I don't know if it's a gift, you know, because some people say I've got the gift of preaching. Is there a gift of preaching, Steve? I haven't seen one, but uh, I had one brother that told me that he wanted to be a preacher or a pastor. And I said, what, you know, what makes you think that you are called to do that? And he says, well, I. I have the same gift Paul da- does. And I said, what's that? And he says, it's the gift of gab. <laughs> he says, I can talk to anybody. And I said, well, that's not quite a qualifying gift. In fact, I've not found that anywhere in the scripture. But uh... yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you could serve you could serve the purpose of the kingdom more by just using your gift of gab to go and hang out with people. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah, I, I and I just I feel like you know even for me at my age now, um, in my and you know my ancient of days age, um, 
<laughs> but I, you know, after forty odd years of of sitting listening to you know messages, and I still listen to messages. I mean, I'm not getting away from that at all. I I enjoy somebody, but I'm not looking for the screaming, shouting. You know, it just turns me off now. You know, this like presentation, slick professional presentation. I'm not looking for slick and professional anymore. The I, eloquent I, orators. As yeah, called. that's yeah. the word. I, you know, these professional orators that are able to stand on the platform and, and give you this like presentation of, you know, is I, I, it just like, it just doesn't turn, you know, it just doesn't get to me anymore. I was going to say turn me on, but that's not the right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, I caught myself all the way through. Then that, that's yeah, the, then you went ahead and said it anyway. It's, like, <laughs> well, it's our conversation. Oh, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I would have brought it up anyway because I heard you going that way. So <laughs> I, I know. That's why I thought I better finish it before you do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, what's your take on that? I, I just feel like the, the conversational. You know, sitting down and and just talking through things, answering questions, things like that is, it's got far more more um, authenticity to it. Where you can actually, you know, if you run on a rabbit trail, you run on a rabbit trail. You know, it's like it's not it's not now my agenda or my message I'm trying to get across, but it's just like this is something we need to talk about. One of the things you and I have talked about before is. He who ministereth to you the spirit, does he do it by works of the law or does he do it by faith? Mm. And that work, you know, as we've said before, the word ministereth is the word epicorigeo. Yes. The problem with the uh, order thing, uh, the, the seminar, the whatever it is that we've been so used to is that we've prepared those things for a week or so beforehand. Yes. And is it fresh manna? Is it what Christ is dancing right then with his bride? And that's that's where I guess over the last 25, 30 years, I began to look at that as far as to watch, to see what he's dancing, to empty yourself when you come in yeah. and then to to watch, to see what he wants to say right then to his bride, because you're speaking to his. You're speaking to somebody else's bride, and I know we've said that a hundred times, but um, you know, you, you're touching somebody else's bride with words, with whatever. And most of the time, I'm trying to sway her, get her to change her opinion, get her to whatever uh, by my words. And yeah. so, uh, to find out what he's saying right then at that moment and speak from that or speak to his dance so that she can dance with him right then is that that is more important at this point because the bride does not know how to dance with her husband right now is and so for us to show that for us to demonstrate that for for us to step out of our comfort zone because it's so much more comfortable to have something prepared yeah well exactly and 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 I mean, you've seen the 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 uh, it's like um, uh, there's a there's there's actually I think there's a website uh, I think it's a website uh, sermons for busy pastors. Oh, we used to sell those. 
No. <laughs> I'm no serious. Way. We we had a whole. I worked for a music company, and we had a whole series uh, that was uh, sermons for busy pastors. But what it was was a it was a club that you would join, and we would send out not only the um, not only the message, but the joke. No. The stories, all the stuff that went with it, so that all you had to do was maybe rehearse a little bit before you went out or at least look at it and then go ahead and present that. No way. Yep. That is so sad. And they paid <laughs> they paid so much per month for a subscription. Goodness me. Yeah, but that's that's the point is because now the pressure <clears throat> the pressure is on to perform to be an orator. Right. And, and listen, I've seen some guys trying, you know, and claiming they're apostles and whatever else. And they can't, you know, they can't be, they're not an orator by any means. And, right. and I'm going, <clears throat> you know, actually, if, listen, um, where's that in 1 Corinthians, uh, 1 Peter chapter 4, he said, if you're going to speak, speak as the oracles of God. Right, right, right. If you're going, if, uh, no, he says, if your gift or your grace is to speak, then speak as the oracles of God. And right. if your grace is to to serve, then serve in the power of God. But whatever you do, do it to the glory of God. You know. Right, so, right. Um, and and I, I, you know, it's I've heard guys like they can't. They're not an orator. They don't have that ability, that grace to speak. You know, and I say. But you know, there's nothing stops you from having a conversation to say, right. you know, in a in a in a group and just you know talk, talk, answer questions, listen to what people are saying. You know, I think there's there's a, a huge um, what's the word for it? There's a huge uh, impact that can be made in that. You know, right, right. Well, there's. Part of that, at any point that you're that you're sharing, it's not just a matter of sharing information. Anybody can share information. Yes, and probably in this information age, where you can look it up on Google, uh, you know, faster than anything else, uh, people aren't really lacking for information. Yeah. So what we're lacking is the impartation of the spirit of life in it. Yes, exactly. To where to where now it's not just a matter of of I want to know what you know, but I want to have what you have. Yes. And so to impart to them the same spirit of life which is in Christ Jesus that pertains to whatever it is he's saying right then, that's that's more important than the information because all information does, uh, knowledge just puffs up. So all you do is get a bunch of people together that are all puffed up now because you have this same doctrine or the same knowledge or the same whatever, as yeah. opposed to the spirit of it. Yes. And so <clears throat> I think it's in, where is it, in Revelation or something, it calls it the spirit, calls him the spirit of truth. No, no, it's not in that, it's in the Gospels. But anyway, the spirit of truth, when the spirit of truth shall come. Yes. And, um, but there's a, we have that spirit of truth now, not not just something that's true but there's a spirit of truth which hits people it produces the truth christ in that person as opposed to just knowledge yes and i guess that's why both of us have been taken out uh, as far as platform type whatever 
because we're, we've been in a cocoon, so to speak, uh, and, and been being transformed or refigured into something that that he desires so that we're able to give that new life to somebody as opposed to just impart information or not even impart, but just give out information because I've always, I've always been able to give information to people. Yeah. But now to be able to do it with the same spirit of life behind it that reproduces him yeah. is a whole different deal. I, and that's why he talks about the fact that I'm going to circumcise your heart. Circumcision was an interesting covenant. <laughs> I yep. mean, you know, not everybody wants to go through that as they get older. <clears throat> Um, but what, you know, basically what it is, is cutting off the foreskin so that no flesh will touch the sperma or the sperm as it comes out. Well, the seed of God, when it talks about the seed in Matthew and, and in Mark, especially in Matthew, it talks about the seed of God. The word seed there is the word sperma in the Greek, of course, as you know, but so he wants to circumcise our hearts so that when when that seed or that sperma of God comes out again and, and you give it out as, as something that he's placed in you, that seed touches no flesh and it's able to reproduce after his likeness and image because he does not like, in fact, I think it says he hates a mingled seed. So, you know, not to have anything that mingles with it, not to have like the, the, the picture of Daniel not to have this idol or this thing that's being produced or this this great um, statue with feet that are mingled with clay and part of iron. So you've got this mixed this mixture that cannot stand. It doesn't even stick together. And whenever you mix, if I give you a mixture of what I believe and what Christ believes, it's not going to stand the same as if I give you the rock, if I give you Christ. Yes. So, and, and the spirit of it. So there's a, there's a big difference. I can go ahead and preach to you all the gospels and, and preach everything in red. But if I don't give you the spirit of life behind it, there, it, it's just going to be once again, just, oh, I understand that's Jesus speaking. Yeah. So, and that's the transformation he's been doing in me uh, over the last few years. That's why he's hidden me in the shadow of his wing, uh, in the cleft of the rock, um, you know, to where once we're uncovered then again, because all creation is travailing and growing to the manifestation of the sons of God. Once we're uncovered again, now he's going to say this, these are my sons. This is, this is what I've been talking about. Yeah. As opposed to, well, here's another, another one out there that can go ahead and speak my word or whatever, um, and another one bites the dust. Yeah. So, um, and, and that goes back. I'm sorry, I'm just blathering on here, but you you think about the whole thing in Ezekiel where he says, "These are my ministers. These are the ones. The sons of Zadok are the ones that are going to minister." Uh, are my ministers now go ahead and let all the other guys go ahead and let them minister and help all the people sacrifice their sacrifices and and teach the word and do all this other stuff let them go ahead and do that but the sons of zadok they've drawn near to me to minister unto me at my table and those are the ones that i'm going to use now to speak for me 
All these other guys, let them go ahead and do it. But these are the guys that are my ministers right here. Yeah. And uh, to, to transform us from that old ministry, to transform somebody out of ministry like we've always known it and seen it, it does not happen in a day or two. Yes, exactly. It takes it. Uh, well, it's taken me, what, 35 years? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's not going <laughs> to take you that long, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he's still working on us to conform us into his likeness and image. I mean, that he's already predestinated us to be that way. Exactly. So he's already got it in his mind. He's already understands what it, what it is, who we are. And he's just, he's just keeping us in that place to be able to press that into us. So that when, when that, when his hand comes back off, we have the imprint of who he is, as opposed to just whatever it is we know. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So, yeah, that's and that's um, you know, I, I think I think it, it's about priority and emphasis. You know, is that what do we? I, I I don't know. You know, I think I think what we've done is we've like, like kind of taken a model and um and we believe that model is the only right. way to do, and right. Um, and what we've done is reduced ourselves to just good works. Now and again, it's. You know, I, I think Steve is for me. You know, I was thinking about Jesus, and um, that's good. And I was looking at at like you know his life as a leader and right. the impact he had from <clears throat> the three the three biographies that we have of him. You know, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, a fourth fourth one. And and so I, you know, as I read those and I listen to the audios and and I try and. And, and not just read it with a religious mentality, you know, it's like, okay, what does the text say? But to, to, to assimilate what is, what was the surrounding? What was the, what was his heart, his attitude? What was his approach? You know, to get myself into, into being with him where he was. And, and, um, and I look at this and I see, he 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 had the three that he when when he started moving into the place where okay, he's preparing now for the for his exit he started working with the three more but he also had those the the 12 and he had the 70 and then he had the crowd but he never told the crowd what he told the 12 he never right he never shared everything there was times and he didn't set that up. I mean, he didn't say, "Okay, guys, we're going to have now a conference up on the on the mount," you know, um, uh, and we're going to call it Sermon on the Mount conference. Um, and he didn't have a seminar and say, "Okay, we're going to now have the five hundred with the leadership seminar." It was it was always in, I don't want to say impromptu, but it was kind of like the crowd would just get his attention you know and say right he needs you know, like he would and he would teach them and 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 he would preach but the preaching was not what we know today i mean screaming and spitting and shouting and right oh you know, and and this like 
I don't know. You know, you can see when a guy's on the stage and he's just got that stage look about him. You know, he's like, got to do the thing. And I did it because I learned from these guys, uh, watched them, how they did it. And, you know, it's just like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's just um, it's like, oh, man. Well, and, you take on a different persona because now you're performing. That That's the right word. It becomes a performance. It becomes a performance rather than than just a heart sharing. And that's why Jesus was different to the others. His, his, um, it, it's, they, the, the crowd looked at Jesus and said, you know, he teaches, but not as, he teaches as one who has authority, but not as the scribes and Pharisees. He's right. And there was something about the exousia that he, you know, the right, the, the might, the, the the, uh, the the standing of authority that he came with wasn't expressed in how loud he could shout and how uh, how you know expressive he was uh, in the sense of his performance. He, he it was just how he could convey the message of the kingdom of God to people and with with the life and the authority that he that he stood in. You know that he right. was convinced of. <clears throat> right. Well, part of the thing too that, um, and I awakened this morning with this little, this little phrase um, in Joshua. I had to look it up because I couldn't remember where it even was. But uh, Joshua one two says, <clears throat> "Moses, my servant, is dead." Now that's the very first thing I heard when I awakened this morning. Yes. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. <laughs> and I thought, you know, everything, a lot of times <clears throat> we have thought of ourselves as the Moseses. Moseses. <laughs> um, we've thought of ourselves as the great leaders, as the great whatever. Um and we've postured, I, I'll put it in my ballpark. I have postured myself as the leader or the cunning artificer, <laughs> artificer, uh, or the eloquent orator, as it says over in, in, uh, Isaiah three. Um, you know, I have positioned myself and, and you even posture yourself with other brothers that way, or I have. Uh, to where I'm the one that you should be listening to. I'm the I am the Moses. You know, come follow me. <clears throat> and what he has done over the past few years is just said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, you get up and you you go ahead and you show the people where to go. <laughs> you know, because they're following me now. Now, not. They're not going to follow you as a Moses. I want them to follow me. They're my people. Mm. <clears throat> so, and, and this is just basically what I got out of it this morning, you know, in the few minutes before, you know, I, I was getting ready for this, but <clears throat> just, I have, I have that whole era of Moses is over. Yeah. Now you get up. <laughs> You get up and go over Jordan, the descender, the the thing that's coming down, the thing that separates you right now from you and your inheritance and my people from their inheritance. 
and you show them the work that they must do. You show them the way wherein they must walk. You go ahead and do it. And as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. Don't worry about all that stuff. But you go. Yeah. You arise now and go. And don't, don't, that whole era of Moses is dead. So don't even think about that. And uh, it reminded me very closely of Isaiah 6, where um, in the year that King Uzziah died, um, the word Uzziah means the strength of God or the strength of Yah. In the year that I saw everything that I thought was the strength of God, I used to think this is the way you did it. I used to think this is the way you set it up. I used to think that this was the, the system by which God operated. I used to think that this is what he would do in certain situations. In the year that I saw all that die, I finally saw the Lord, and he was seated upon a throne, and he was high and lifted up. Then it says, his train or his glory filled the temple again. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening right now for just for me personally is his train, his glory is filling the temple again because everything that I thought was the strength of God, Moses, that whole, that whole thing is dead. Yeah. And now I'm sending you forward. Now I'm telling you, just get up and go. Because I'm the one that's going to lead my people. I want you to point to them. I mean, point to me, not, not point to a Moses, <laughs> not point to another person, not point to yourself, not say, hey, everybody, come follow me. I'm the Pied Piper and you won't get there unless you, you know, unless I lead you. Yes. Uh, but it's basically I've sent you to do some certain things, but I'm taking my people over. Because for so long, they've been out of their inheritance. They have been outside of it. And there's been this thing that separated them from where I want them to be. This descender, this Jordan. Now get up and then just show them the way. Yes. And I thought, man, that's so much more simple than trying to be a Moses. Yes. Than trying to figure out what the strength of God is. Yeah. Just seeing him high and lifted up, seeing him seated upon the throne and his his glory once again filling this temple. And if we can get other people to see him seated upon the throne and him high and lifted up, then his train or his glory will fill their temple, too. Exactly. So but for too long, I I'll put myself in that have been trying to lift myself up. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, well, I suppose I do know, um, like I've I've made a from, from just analyzing my own life, um, you know, where what does that stem from, you know? Right. And it's it's the it, it's kind of like the the desire for significance, the need right. for significance. acceptance, approval, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and and honor and, you know, right. and and to become kind of like the the outstanding one, you know, and, and so we use the, the word um, anointing a lot more. Right, <laughs> right, right. It doesn't really appear in the, in the New Testament at all, right. uh, except one time, uh, well, actually twice. There's, there's two occasions that, that the New Testament talks about anointing. And uh, let me just find it. The one is when Jesus speaks about um, 
he, he talks about, um, you know, we should have been farmers, Sean. Why? Well, because we'll always be outstanding in our field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, outstanding. Well, wow, we would have made good scarecrows then, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, okay. So there's a number of times it's mentioned, but only in the context that they anointed people with oil. The, the right, right. Were, and um, they anointed his body. But Jesus said, of course, that um, that uh, he were, you know, that the, he read that scripture from the Old Testament, from Isaiah, you know, that uh, I am anointed to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, et cetera, et cetera, and set the captives free. And then there's another one, which is in, in um, jo um, 1 John, I think it is, where he talks about, um, um <clears throat> Where is that? 1 John chapter 2. Yeah. So uh, I've written to, this is from the Message Bible. Um, I've written to warn you about those who are trying to deceive you, but they're no match for what is embedded deeply within you. Now he's mm. talking to the church. Wow. There's hyphen Christ's anointing. No, wow. You don't need any of their so-called teaching. Christ's anointing teaches you the truth on everything you need to know about yourself and him. Holy smokes. by a single lie. Right. Deeply in what you were taught. Wow. So, you know, that, and, and um, oh gosh, sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. So. Bless you. Thank you. <clears throat> so I just like, I look at that and, it's like uh, people, I read these things, you know, um, the the five steps to the higher anointing. <laughs> you know, it's just like, what? Where do they find this stuff, you know? And this one is more anointed than than you, you know, kind of. Right. They, they don't say that, but it's like implied, you know, you don't yeah. question. The fivefold is more anointed than you are. That's right. It's like, and. The pastor is the most anointed in the church. No, right. he's not. You know, it's like we've got this idea. And so, and you know, the thing, the other thing I was thinking about is when you put somebody on a platform, they have, you, you, it's like that in the speaking world. When you, when you can speak from a platform, it gives you instant credibility and authority. Right. So it's just like, you know, you become more believable at that point in time. And look how many people have been deceived just because somebody's been standing up and, you know, delivering this oratory ability that they have professional kind of grab everybody. And, and, and again, I'm not saying it's not, um, uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> wow. It's not Come out of that man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's not, there isn't the authentic side to that, but I just think is that we've made too much of that. Right. Like there's this kind of, you've got to be in that place to be effective, to be important, to, to make an impact, you know? Right. It's just, I don't know. We've kind of lost, um, we kind of lost, and that's something you and I were talking about. I think it was last week, Friday on my way, um, is about mentoring, how important it is uh, for us to have the heart of mentoring. Right. 
Yeah, I had an old gentleman that, uh, well, when I met him, he was in his late 70s. And um, he just kind of took me under his wing, so to speak. Uh, I had been asked to leave a certain denomination. And uh, uh, after being a pastor there for quite a few years, and, and um, uh, he had been a part of that denomination, and he kind of took me aside and just helped me understand that it was nothing personal, that it was God doing a work in me. But without that type of affirmation, without that type of somebody stepping in as a Paul to me, a Timothy, yeah. um, I don't know what would have I'm sure the Lord would have brought somebody else at that time, but it was just nice to have that at that time to help to help steer me toward my father, because that's that's all he would say to me. He would say, well, what does your father believe about that? He is. And you hear me say that all the time. You know, well, what is what does Christ believe about that? Or what does your father, you know, I, because that was so drilled into me as a young man or younger man that it didn't matter what I thought you should do or what, what he thought I should do. Cause I would say, well, what do you think about this? And he says, it doesn't matter what I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what does your father believe about that? Exactly. And it would, I mean, it would shake my world. Cause I said, I, I just need somebody to help me, somebody to yes. tell me. And he says, but that's what he's doing is trying to get you to understand how to follow him. That's right. And, and, you know, for him to do that, I, I don't know whether that was ever, well, it was worked in him. I mean, that that's just how the Lord had him handle me or work with me in that. Yes. And he wouldn't put his hand, he wouldn't tar- touch the Ark of the Covenant or try to steady it. Yeah. The Lord was bringing it back, the Ark of the Covenant in me, and he would not... He would not steady the ark. He would not put his hand to it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't touch it. And I'm going, man, oh man, this is, it was so frustrating to me because I, (laughs) I just wanted somebody to tell me what to do or to steady it. Yes. Yes. But see, once again, that's, that goes back to that Moses, my servant is dead. Yeah. Because at that point I could have attached myself to him Yes. and without him, I wouldn't have done anything. Yeah. Yeah. But he kept, That's he wouldn't be a Moses. Yeah, that is powerful. That is so powerful. What a powerful lesson. I mean, you, you, you know, bringing it into that steadying the ark, man, that is like, how many people want to do that in your life? You know, they want to, they want to, um, you know, they want to correct the glory of God in you, you know? <laughs> right, right. It's, and the work of God in your life. And oh my word, that is powerful. That is, I, I, I mean, you know, I've, I, I preached in, in Malawi. I preached about, um, um, you know, the, the, the ox, the cart, the stumble and the oh, yeah, yeah. destruction, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, he's like, we, we try and, we, we try and correct, you know, and steady God's work um, in things. But I never, ever, I never saw it like that with somebody um somebody's somebody is the art or he's restoring the art covenant in them yeah. yeah and they coming and trying to steady what god's doing in your life and trying right. to direct you wow and you see a mentor does not do that 
Right. Uh, that's the thing. Right. The mentor does not try and and dictate that that we go back to that one John uh, where is that that one John scripture you know is like it's the anointing teaches you gives you right. insight through the presence of the Holy Spirit about all things and it's true right. and it's not a lie um, and and so you know and listen to this it, it, the amplified says and just as his anointing has taught you you must remain in him wow. being rooted in him knit to him. Right. And that's the thing is not knit to to your somebody's ministry or or anything like that. It's like being knit to him, you know. Right. That's um yeah, that's so powerful. Yeah, and that's our objective is to uh as a eunuch, uh it says that there are some men that are made eunuchs, uh born that way. There's some men in, that were made eunuchs by men, and there's some eunuchs that have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. Yes. A eunuch is someone who's cut off. They can't, they're cut. They cannot reproduce or cannot, cannot have their own offspring. They, they, they cannot well, reproduce after themselves. What? They, they've had their testicles removed. That's yes. That, yeah. They can't yeah. 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 Their, their ability to reproduce. They can't yes. do it. Yes. Um, but those are the ones that the king always used to put over his bride. Yeah. Those are the ones that the king always used to put over his whole household or over his over his finances, over whatever it was he was doing, over his, all of his business, because he knew that that guy would not touch it for himself. Yes. And that's basically what the whole thing about the boy, oh boy, we're covering a lot of ground this morning. <laughs> that the, the 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 order of Melchizedek, which priesthood we are of, these guys, the, the, the Melchizedek didn't come for any other reason. He didn't come to get a part of Abraham's spoils when he came when he had the war with the kings and and he had was sitting there with all the spoils and all these other little kings were gathered around him to get their little part or to try to make a covenant with him so they wouldn't get killed too, you yeah. know, and their stuff get taken. But here comes here comes Melchizedek, Prince of Peace, uh, King of Salem, and, and King of Righteousness, and he's coming for no other reason but to bless Abraham, yes, and to bless him with a blessing from God. And and you go, this is the whole purpose that we are sent, not so that somebody else will recognize us as Melchizedek or recognize us as a priest or recognize us as a king or any other anointing or any other persuasion or any other gift. The fact is I was sent to you. So like Paul says, I can impart to you some spiritual gift. Yes. So when you walk away, you walk away with the presence of God, not, not because, not just because I gave you something. Yes. But I came here for no other reason but to bless you, to give you something from Christ. And that's that's the stuff he's working in us right now is that whole order of Melchizedek, where I'm not coming here for your accolades. I'm not coming here for to be accepted by you or approved by you or to be um, anything. You know, I, I'm not here because I need that approval or I need that acceptance or I need that position or I need that name or that title or, or whatever else it is. I'm coming here to impart to you something. That's right. 
and, and, and to give you something that God has given me. And that's where that's, that's that, that's that whole thing that he's working in us right now. Just like that old, old guy did with me. I mean, what does your father believe about that? You know, I would, I would immediately go to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I'd say, well, you know, I've got my list here and this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And these things over here, I'm probably not supposed to do right now because this doesn't make me, this doesn't get me to where I need to go. And, but these over here do. And he says, but what does your father say? What is peace in life? If right now, if right now the Lord said, go do this, would it, would you have a lot of peace in life on that? Or would you still question it? And I said, well, I'd probably still question that. And he said, but if he told you to do this, would it be peace in life? And I said, well, man, that'd be life. And he said, well, then go do that. Mm. Because he's trying to teach you how to operate by the tree of life, not by the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He says, right up to this point, you've always operated in your life by the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You've made your list. You've checked them twice. You find out which way is naughty and nice. Mm. But he says, I've the Lord is taking you right now to teach you as his son, how to operate by the tree of life. And he's teaching you right now to operate by peace. So whatever leaps within your spirit, if, if somebody comes around or something is said and it leaps within your spirit, you don't even understand it all, but go ahead and go with that because that, that is your father speaking. You're learning how to operate by the tree of life. Yes. And man, I tell you, those those types of things that to have that stuff work, because he didn't just say it once. I mean, you know, me, I got, you know, he had to hit me over the head with that one. A few times. Yeah, a few times. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, this. He came, he came, he was sent that I might have life and that more abundantly, not just no stuff. Right, exactly, exactly. And, you know, I, I always look at, um, to me, it's like, what is the outcome? You know, what, what are we looking at as the outcome? What, are, what is the result of what we're doing? You know, right. if, if, I'm, if I'm a leader and, and I, I have to tell people, consistently do this do that don't do this that pick this up pick that up Uh, don't pick that up you know uh, connect this do that i'm a bad leader right my effect uh is not um well if i gotta tell you i'm a leader then i'm not your leader anyway exactly exactly so um if if i cannot reveal you know who i am and see something some kind of transformation happening because of my presence, then right. something is wrong, you know? And uh, Well, it says that you are my seal of apostleship in the Lord. In other words, you're going to tell by how, by how it's changed you and how you operate, whether or not I was sent by God. Exactly. It's not a title. It's whether or not I was sent. Exactly. And, you know, heaven help us. We, what, well, and, and that's the power of religion. You know, I, I just, I, I put in the, <laughs> I put it, something just triggered me this morning. And I, you, something that really spoke to me was, and this is what I, I said this in, uh, um, in my, uh, 
in in the, in a post right now in the Facebook group. It's like Satan's best strategy is to stop the message of the king. To stop the message of the kingdom of God is to introduce religion to the citizens of the kingdom of heaven, and then seduce them into believing that their religion, doing good things but not the right things, doing dead works with no life in them, and then doing good works to try and appease God is the best they can do, and then keep them busy with doing that. Right. And I thought, you know, that was just like, okay, that's exactly how he's kept us yeah. insecure, impotent, you know, dysfunctional. We, we just can't seem to get the results that Jesus intended for us to get. Yeah. Well, it sneaks in. It creeps in like an old, it creeps up like an old pair of underwear. Yes. You know, it just it kind of just inches up a little bit at a time. And you don't really realize that because it looks just like the most high, he's not going to do it differently. Yeah. And just like it says in Ezekiel, you hit, they put their posts beside my posts, their pillars beside my pillars, their threshold beside my threshold. But it's not me. Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying, you, son of man, <laughs> you know, you do it a certain way. You do it differently. You but yet that religion just creeps in because it's it's so easy for us to slide that direction um, and, and get um, so easily beset by that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like it says to Galatians, you know, who has bewitched you uh, that you come back under the law again? And, and that's basically what it does every single time it. It brings you back under the law of performance, back under the law of, of um, well, just back under the law. You're not living that liberty anymore. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, not coming back under bondage to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I, I was, um, from, from the message translation, he, he, Paul says, answer this question, does the God who lavishly provides you with his own presence, his Holy Spirit, working things in your lives you could never do for yourselves. Does he do these things because of your strenuous moral striving? Wow. Or because you trust him to do them in you? Don't these things happen among you just as they happened with Abraham? He believed God, and that act of belief was turned into a life that was right with God. Wow. And, you know, and that's, that's like, but this kind of culture, this religious culture that we've, and I know we, you know, you and I, we're kind of going against the grain. And, um, <laughs> but it's just, you know, for me, I'm look again, I'm looking for the results. I'm looking for the transformation. I'm looking for the outcome. What right. is the outcome of what I'm doing? I, I must be honest. I got, you know, I, when we were pastoring, I didn't know any other way to do it. You oh, know, so yeah. I kept doing what I was doing, but inside of me, I kept saying, you know what, if, 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 if we're doing this just for the sake of doing it, because we want to do it, our way of doing it, we might as well pack up and go join somebody else that's also doing it. And then at least we've got more, you know, more doing together kind of thing. You know, I'm Let's not put looking, the bit mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not just looking for something that I can do to, to get a position, you know, and right. that was, that was my heart. And yet we were, stuck on this treadmill this this treadmill right. doing good things but not the right things and uh, and it was just you know and i think there's a lot of that in in th there's a new church arising i i just yeah, believe yeah, it's true 
I, I really believe that there's a new family, a new, a new mindset, a new paradigm, a new church um, who, who is going to, who's not satisfied with just right. doing things the way they've always been done because that's the way they that's the way they're done. Um, the Message Bible says, for only crazy people would think they could com complete by their own efforts what was begun by God. Wow. And he says, if you weren't smart enough or strong enough to begin it, how do you suppose you could perfect it? <laughs> yeah. and, and that's the thing is we, we go through this whole painful process, uh, you know, of, of trying to appease God and do things and being un ineffective with it. And I go back to what Jesus did and I go, all right, if I look at his priorities, I look at how he um, practically lived his leadership and the impact that he had. It wasn't because, I mean, he left, you understand? He left, left, right. left the governor with, with those 12 guys. And one of them bombed on him. So he had t 11 guys. He leaves the governor of heaven with them, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth. And we have the same Holy Spirit. And right. yet they could impact in 2000, in, in, in uh, you know, 20 years, what we haven't been able to accomplish in 2000 years. Right, right. You know, it's just, that is baffling to me. Uh, yeah. And I'm going, we've got to go back to that original mandate that Jesus, right. forget trying to get a higher anointing, a greater anointing, uh, you know, uh, a, you know, a more honor. Um, well, we're trying to still get approved for some reason. For some reason. But yes. the, the, um, I'm going to open up a little can of worms here because mm -hmm. some people are going to say uh, that's not the exact translation or that's not whatever. And, and at this point, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, but it says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Okay. <laughs> Who are you studying for? You know, what are you studying for? Yeah, yeah but yeah. but who? Yeah. You know, study to show thyself approved unto God. Are yeah. we studying to be approved by God? Are we studying to show others that I'm approved by God? It says study to show thyself. Yeah. I must be studying to show myself something. Yes. So what is it this whole scripture, this whole thing testifies of? Yes. It testifies of Christ. And it testifies of Christ in me. If it testifies of Christ, then it's going to testify of who I already am, too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm studying to show myself something. Yes. I'm already approved unto God. Yes. Most of my life, I have studied to try to get approved by God. I figured that if I yeah. rightly divided the word of truth, if I if I studied enough Greek and Hebrew, that he would finally approve of me and my message, and so would his bride. I'm just being honest, okay, here. But when I begin to see that, that I'm studying not to, not to show him that I'm approved, and not to show anybody else, not to show Sean that I'm approved right. by God. Exactly. I'm studying to show myself. Yes. And I know that the, the 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 positioning of that Greek verb there doesn't 
It means to show off or to demonstrate or to whatever. And uh, to show, to demonstrate yourself that you're approved unto God. Um, and that's why you're rightly diver- dividing the word truth, because you, you're, you're showing forth that you are, that you already are approved unto God. I mean, you're, it's a yeah. demonstration of who you are. Yeah. But I've got to show myself something at that point, too. Yeah. Because most of the time, most of my life, most of my performance has been because the accolades or the the approval, the acceptance, the whatever. And um, like I was talking with someone the other day, it's like a drug. You get up there Sunday morning or whenever you teach, you get up there on the platform and you speak. And if you get the right response, you feel something in you. Right. And you've got to have that fix. Yes. Every time you, in fact, it begins to wear off and you need to do it again so that you can get that fix again. Yeah, that's it. Endorphins, man, kicking Yeah, <laughs> and I've seen, I've seen guys on the Facebook pages and, and whatever. Do you know what picture they post Mm-mm. about themselves or about the, about the ministry or about whatever is going? They don't picture the people. They picture themselves behind a lectern preaching. Right. Because right. that is the most important thing to them. Not Christ. Yeah. Not the people. It's the fact that I'm being used or it's, you know, here I am. Yeah. Uh, and what it did. Uh, and, and I'm not I'm not knocking those guys that post those pictures. OK, it's just I realized that 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 was who I am was. Mm. And so because when I we had this. Uh, we had a whole sign uh, for the church that um, that uh, I had pioneered or pastor or started or whatever you want to call it at that point, planted. I don't know. What did you call it? But anyway, years ago, uh, when the old gentleman, uh, he went to Malawi, by the way, he had a whole ministry there called Emmanuel Fellowship, which took indigenous or local um young men and trained them to be pastors in the area in in that, in that nation. And I don't know whether or not that thing's still going on or not, but I know it was a big thing back then. And uh, they trained hundreds of hundreds of these uh, local guys to be pastors and stuff. But anyway, he, he had started this Bible study over on the Olympic Peninsula in Washington. And, and he just said, Hey, I'm going back to Malawi. I need somebody to step in here and, and work this thing. So anyway, I went over there and, and began to work with this group of people and it grew into this fellowship. And we decided to go ahead and name it Emmanuel fellowship church. And so I had one of these huge signs that was engraved <laughs> in cedar so that you could, I mean, you, these big letters that stood out. And at the very bottom, Emmanuel Fellowship Church, at the very bottom, it said, Senior Pastor Steve Bissett. And uh, all my cards and stuff said all that stuff. And I, um, as I was studying a few years later, uh, I, I remember reading that chief, that Jesus Christ, the chief shepherd and bishop of our souls. And I thought, chief shepherd, well, that literally is translated senior pastor. Is Holy smokes. <laughs> I was calling myself the chief shepherd of this place. 
<laughs> you know, and advertising it that way. Yeah, yeah. And I'd introduce myself and people would say, yeah, who are you? I'm Steve Bissett. I'm the, I'm the senior pastor down at whatever. I was the only pastor. But anyway, <laughs> you know, um, the, the, the bad part was is that I got my identity from my gift or from, from that position or from that title. That yeah. was my identity. And for some reason, I felt like it gave me a higher identity in somebody else's eyes. Cause these people didn't know me from anywhere. Yeah. And so my identity got so wrapped up in my title and uh, what I did or my function that, that I, when I lost that or when I stepped away from that, I had no identity anymore. Yes, exactly. And so I spent the process of, of quite a few years. And that's when I ran into this older gentleman um, of trying to get my identity back and a lot of times we'll try to find another moses to plug into we'll yeah. try to find somebody somebody else to lead us somebody else to whatever and tell us what to you know where to go and what to do and whatever else and uh sometimes yeah but he, he's just saying no I, I i want you to go you rise up now yeah yeah and uh you go and do what i've told you to do but but the key is is now not to do it for yourself anymore. Yes, um, and that's that's what I know he's taken both of us through. Yeah, well, and I've watched that transformation in you. I've watched it in myself over the last. Well, I've known you for now what twenty five years. Yeah, many. Yeah, and so oh, that's a quarter of a century. <laughs> I don't say it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my word! But you watch the transformation in somebody else, and you go, "Wow, look how far the Lord has taken, and look what He's taken out of them, and look where He's placed them now, what He's done in their heart." And then you look at yourself, and you go, "Oh man, He's He's done that same thing in me." Yeah, exactly. And this guy isn't that same old uh, as our friend Justin says. He he's not the same old caterpillar. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's a butterfly now. He yeah. he he doesn't even think about crawling or inching along on a leaf yeah. or munching on a leaf. He's he's meant to fly, and that's all he knows how to do. And this these butterflies, these guys that are now coming out of the cocoon, uh, are ones that are meant to fly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're not meant to continue to think that we're the caterpillar. Well, and that's that's the thing. But you know, um, it's it's harder to change your mind than it is to cast the devil out. And and um, well, yeah, you know, religion is very hard to change. Uh, oh, person from religion us. to to life, it's it's very hard. The spirit life seems to be something you know it's easier to do things tell me what i must do right make myself right to make myself acceptable you know and and i you know there are those that just go look i don't want to be part of that and they step out of that whole thing and then they question everything so they just don't want to be part of that um but there are those that that you know, step in and say, well, wait a minute. Why do we have to do all of this stuff? Right. It's like you get beaten down. If you don't, you get punished. That's right. Do it. You know that. And that's what religion does. Religion will punish you if you don't comply. 
That's true. You know, and the last thing I, the last point I want to make is coming back to the whole mentoring process that we're talking about is just like, you see, a, a true father, a true father, not the ones who call themselves fathers. It's easy to sire things, but, you know, to sire um, children, but it's a lot more, it's a lot harder to father them, to raise them, to bring them to maturity and security. And, and that takes a father. And um, the Greek word pater, P-A-T-E-R, it has two two um, very distinct things to it. One is a model and the other one is a mentor. Right. And so they don't just teach it, they show it, they live it. Right. And, and the mentoring process and the modeling process is never constantly directive, constantly correcting the cart on the ox. The, the, right, right. The, it's, it's directing it constantly to finding their source and their solution in the father. That's right. what brings about maturity. And, you know, it's like my son, Jesse always says, and I, but I mean, I'm not like endorsing myself here, but I'm just as, as a, as a, just as a natural biological father, this, <laughs> this was something that I sort of had to have a mindset shift on when when I was younger and Jesse says to me, he says, you know, he says, the thing that I appreciated about you was you all, you never told me what to choose. You just pointed out the consequences of my choices. Hmm. And, and he said, you always left me to make the choice and just said, you're going to have to be aware there are results and there's consequences to your choices. Right. And, and, you know, I mean, that's like a one principle, but you know, the practical application of it becomes, daily how you implement that and not control you know right yeah because our objective is to raise them up to be able to follow follow their father their real father i mean their true father their true father and, and you know because even father, christ said I, i'm not I, he didn't say i'm not your father yeah but he he did say i'm going to show you the father that's right exactly and and i mean he just showed by you know saying hey uh, example you know by example <laughs> yeah so um yeah, so I, I'm I'm grateful. Yeah, it's just it's just some of this. I, I mean, just some powerful little thing nuggets came out today that uh, you know it just has blessed me as well. So um, I'm I'm yeah, that was really good, really good stuff. Um, and and you know, this is a constant. I mean, I'm glad we get to talk about it because you know, there's not many people talking like this. You know, it's just like, no. you know, it's just, there's always an infusion of the old and the new and you can't put a new patch on an old, you know, garment because it's going to tear and break, you know. So right. um, it, it's just like, yeah, it, this needs a total transformation, you know. And Well, that's why he cocooned us for this time. I think, all so. The, yeah. I think so. You know, it took us out of the whole, circuit of preaching and whatever else got you said rejected. circus or circuit <laughs> both <laughs> and, and and you know we just get rejected by everything uh and everyone and just like okay you know we got to find that message find that value find that those those kingdom keys within us that he wants us to live and bring you know and I, 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 it's amazing that Jesus could only find 11 out of all the crowds. Ultimately. Right. Right. And, and, uh, you know, it's like, 
Uh, so I'm feeling in like good company that. You know... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how in the world I would deal with 11 right now. Anyway, I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, I, I just assume, you know, piddle around with two or three cause um, you know, you do whatever the Lord gives you, but, yeah. but the key thing that you and I first started talking about is relationship. Yeah, exactly. It's not about the ministry. It's not about, our gift. It's not about their gift. It's not about anointings. It's, it's about relationship. Yeah. And, and yeah. And how can I help them get that relationship with their father? But they've got to measure it. You know, Jesus yes. said to his disciples, he said, you know, to you, it's given the keys to right. the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, you know, right. of God. And he goes, but the measure that you measure, it will be measured back to you. That's true. That's very true. We only think of in terms of money and it wasn't, he was talking about the measure measure of, 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 um, you know, that you gravitate, that you want to assimilate, that you want to, you know, enter into this is the measure that you will get it. And, and, you know, I, I still, you know, Michelle says to me, you know, you, you pursue that. And I go, you know, I will. But ultimately, it's the it's the person that wants it that will pursue it, you know. And, right. Right. And, uh, and, and, and I'm I mean, you like you like me. I'm just I'm looking like now we are, you know, we in our 60s and going, all right. You know, I want to be able to leave that that message, that mindset, that paradigm in people who are going to run with it from this point. Right, you know? right. And who, who is there for that? You know, who's prepared to press into that relationship to say, okay, I, you know, there's no manual to this. There's no certificate to this. this it's a certificate of life, you know. Right. Who's prepared? You know, Jesus is, is, was talking about John the Baptist, and he said, you know, he preached – um, the law and Moses up until now. And, and then John the Baptist came preaching the kingdom of God. And he said, the, the passionate militant ones are pressing into this to get it, you know? Right. And, right. And it's like, where are those passionate ones who, who are so determined to get this? You know, um, I wonder, I wonder, right. you know, I, I'm just around the world where are you know, I, and the thing about it is, you you know, you're saying, I don't know if I can handle more than two or three. But, you know, when, when you have that kind of heart. Yes, when they are easy. drawing on that, it, yes. it's easy. I mean, you, you're not thinking about how many you're dealing with because yeah. it's it's a draw on the Lord in you, right. not not on you. Yes. You're not stressing to try and, and shift them, you know. Right. You, all you're doing is bringing what, what God has got in you. and Yeah, because they're drawing it out like a well. Yes. Bringing the heart of the Father to them. You know, that's what Jesus, right. I mean, it's just like, okay, you know, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So, you know, that's what we've got to be bringing is that heart of mentoring, the heart of the Father to, right, right. to people and go, you know, then it's easy. It's, it's a, I mean, hey, you know, every, every dad goes through a stressful kind of oh gosh when are you gonna well jesus said that you're like don't you guys get it when are you gonna yeah. get so what did you feed I, this child you know, did I, I gotta I change to, that do i have to put up with this how much more do i have to put up with this you know yeah so everybody you know all of us go through that process but i think it it becomes you know when you see the objective and you see the outcomes then you know it becomes 
a lot clearer in in where you are going and how you're going to do this you know it's not it's not so it's not such a burden anymore it's like right that's true it's a true peaceful pleasure you know anyway that's great um thank you so much steve i'm i'm encouraged again uh great to spend time with you thank you yeah well i appreciate you texting me this morning <laughs> sorry I, yeah. hey, we can meet we can meet oh good okay well give me a little bit i'll be there i'll put put it together yeah, yeah, yeah let I'm me sorry. wake up if, if it's like okay there's no notifications this morning let's do it let's do it quickly. that's right that's right so um yeah. and that's fine i mean that's that's the way conversation happens anyway yeah exactly yeah impromptu yeah, I mean, I like to, I like to be a little organizing, you know, give you a heads up and saying, okay, I'm going to be calling you, but you know, be that as it may, we get to just talk about we, we, you and I can talk for hours, so it's just like, um, yeah, yeah we, just determining when to turn the thing off. Yes, well, at this point, I think we should turn it off. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, love you, lots, man. All I'll right, call, love I'll you. Call Catch you later. Soon. All right, man. Cheers. Bye. Bye.